Hi, and welcome to Exposed. Today, we're going to be talking about climate change, uh, pretty much the big money maker, the big power grab, because that's really what it's all about. Um, it, it's always amazing to me uh, how many people refuse to accept the facts, especially when the truth is right in front of them. For, I don't know, well over 50 years now, we have been fed a lie a lie upon a lie upon a lie about man's impact on the climate. Yet, all the things talked about, all the books written, all the conferences, the TV documentaries, all the movies that were created, yet we have absolutely not one single thing has come to pass out of all the things written and spoken about. None of it has come to pass. The oceans were to take over the coastlines, yet today we have the rich and the famous, politicians, and even climate change alarmists all purchasing oceanfront homes. <laughs> What's wrong with that picture? You know, um, I know of many that have been taken in by all the fear-mongering and all the government hype, and especially uh, the so-called scientists that have jumped on the bandwagon of man-made climate change. And th the whole premise is that if we don't do anything, the earth is gonna be destroyed. We're all gonna be destroyed. We better find another place to live because the earth is no good anymore. Supposedly, all of mankind is at risk of destruction. If we don't give up on oil and gas, and what they call fossil fuels, uh, we're all doomed. But it's all just nonsense. When you look closely at it, when you look closely at the facts, and believe me, the facts have been so convoluted for so long, it's hard to tell what's real and what is not real. So today we're going to talk about all this. But regardless, all the so-called um, evidence for climate change or global warming it just doesn't stand up to scrutiny. Let's look at changes in sea level, okay? They keep pounding the table about how global warming is causing a rise in sea levels. Yet, I live close to the ocean and have, for decades, nothing has changed. No houses have fallen into the sea. It's been decades since they've been predicting all this nonsense. Yet, what has happened? Nothing has happened. Wouldn't have we seen something by now? But they persist in trying to convince us that it's a real threat. But all they can do is talk. And they talk about crazy stuff. I mean, you know, they talk about mythical places like, you know, well, supposedly Atlantis was lost to the rising oceans. <laughs> I mean, these people are psychotic. The problem that exists it's not the ones telling the lies. That's not the problem. It's the fools who want to believe it. These are fools, and Scripture says there's no hope for a fool. So all this supposed rise in sea level comes from, oh, melting glaciers. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. When's the last time I saw a big chunk of glacier floating in the ocean? <laughs> These big chunks of glaciers, they must be falling off day after day, week after week. Where are they? And, and where's the rise in sea levels by now? 
I mean, I I live uh, a, a close to the water, and uh, I think it's 13 or 14 feet from sea level. And that hasn't changed in 20 years. <laughs> okay? <laughs> that hasn't changed. Uh, it, did you ever leave an ice cube in your drink? How long does it last? It, it doesn't last very long. It melts pretty quickly. And yet, we're you know, meant to believe that these ice caps lasted millions of years. You know, th th these people are insane. They're not even trying to be convincing anymore. They're just spreading their lies and, in hopes that a few people get brainwashed. Now it's the young people got to worry about, and we'll talk about that a little bit. But the harsh reality in life is that, unfortunately, there are species of animals that do go extinct. Um, there are animals that, you know, get taken out of the wild. Uh, I mean, that just happens. You know, it's survival of the fittest. Dinosaurs existed at some point, sometime in history, um, and yet they went extinct. And if I know the far left, they're going to somehow try to blame us. Uh, somehow it was humans' fault that, you know, dinosaurs are now extinct. But um, even though we were nowhere in sight during that happened, you know, it just did. Um, they, they look to blame humans for everything. Yeah. just recently I, I was watching a gun smoke yet that, yeah, I, li I like gun smoke. What can I tell you? I've probably seen every episode that ever was, but I was watching and one of the episodes, uh, in that particular show, uh, one of the guys he is a farmer, an old timer, and he had a cow as a pet and, you know, I mean, the cow even slept in his well, they really didn't have a house. They had like a shed. But anyhow, that, you know, he slept, the cow slept with him or he slept with the cow, whatever you want to call it. I don't mean sleeping with. I meant, you know, stayed in the same room. Uh, a little strange. And, you know, yet everyone has their own ideas. Now, uh, look, I love cows. Not in the way you might be thinking. Um, I'm a meat eater. Um, I eat meat four to five times a week. And I think nothing about being a full-time carnivore. Uh, but today, the extreme wackos are trying to convince us that the cow farts are somehow polluting the atmosphere. <laughs> what a bunch of nonsense. That's exactly how I feel about all this climate change nonsense. I've lived a long time, and I'm sure um, you and I have both seen, you know, storms come and go. Um we have we have seen some are big, some are small, but the left makes it seems as if the world is coming to an end. We've never had snow like we've had. We've never had hurricanes like we've had. We've never had. That's ridiculous. And why do they do this? They do it for monetary purposes. You know, all of the research, if you go back and try to research like, you know, hurricanes or, you know, climate change, weather. You'll find that they started in the 1880s, um, and they don't dare go back any further. It's not that there aren't records, okay, because there are, but you won't read about it, and you won't find it without doing a lot of very deep research, and a lot of it is not even posted on the web, okay? You won't find it on the web. You have to actually go to a library to research old weathered and old, old weather and old weather patterns, and what you're going to find, I'm going to tell you very straight out, very simple. They had worse storms than we could have ever imagined. They've had worse hurricanes, oceans with, you know, 30, 40 foot uh, surges. Nonsense to say that we've never had that before. So let's face it.
It's all about money and power. The clueless climate change believers keep telling or yelling all the time that there's global weather changes happening. But I don't know about you. I haven't noticed anything different. Okay, we have storms every few years. Some are more severe, some are less severe. But those that live on the ocean front are still living on the ocean front. The waters have not yet overcome their properties. There are no more storms now than there were when I was a kid decades ago. But it's the lies of weather change that these people are trying to instill fear and anger that somehow we are all responsible. And how dare we not care about the end of the world? What idiots. If they were so concerned with the end of the world, you would think they'd be more concerned with maybe reading the Bible or the words of Jesus because, uh, you know, that gets my attention. But all this weather and climate garbage does nothing to bring me or anybody I know any fear. Um, nor will any of this climate alarmism cause me to change my way of life and the things that I do and the things that I enjoy. For instance, I will not be buying an electric car. Now, I drove them, kind of cool. I have a friend that owns one. It's nice, you know, but I won't be buying one, nor will I be placing solar panels on my roof. In fact, I just bought another older car. I love older cars, and uh, I love it because they love gas. They make a whole lot of noise, as well as it's a definite air polluter. <laughs> and I love every minute that I have with that and in that car. See, these crazy, these crazy people are urging us to use more wind power and solar power, but then they complain about the hurricanes that we keep having. Well, if you're going to have, you know, um, windmills, you need, you know, wind. <laughs> Hello? Okay. They, they've convinced many people to convert to solar power decades ago, but then they whine about the prolonged sunny days. I, I mean, they just don't get it. Now, all these people I know that, you know, converted their rooftops into solar panels, um, it takes like 15 years to get your money back. 15 years to get your money back. What do you, you got to be nuts to do this, but people do it. In fact, I've even heard that it's climate change that's causing forced migration. So all these millions of people that are coming into America right now, they're coming because the weather is changing. Oh, my God. They have to come to America. Wait a minute. They're coming to America? Uh, why? Um, maybe the storms aren't supposed to be here? I don't know. But why are they fleeing to America? Do we have the solution? The climate change wackos don't think so. <laughs> How they tie all this together is unbelievable. It's really something to be studied. I mean, how they can take two completely unrelated problems and somehow tie them together. Immigration and climate change. Now, this I find interesting. Supposedly, 99% of scientists agree that climate change is caused by humans. Hmm. 99% of scientists. 
Unfortunately, we don't really have any more science. It's really all about money and power, how much, you know, government grants they can get and all this stuff. The scientific community is doing all that it can to get their piece of the billions of dollars the government is giving out for all this pseudoscience. That's really what it's all about. Just think, if science is actually working, okay, against uh, you and I as Americans, uh, why? Because it's about money and power. Because what they're trying to do now is convince the coming generations that we need to find a new place to live. The human race needs to move off the earth, like maybe to the moon or Mars. I think these guys are watching too many sci-fis. I mean, this is insanity. Like, like living on the moon is actually even possible. I mean, yeah, maybe in 100 or 200 years, maybe. And then what are you going to do? Live under a dome? Walk around in a suit? <laughs> and as far as Mars goes, I mean, how many hundreds of years is it going to take for us to be able to live on Mars? Like I said, I think they're watching too many sci-fi movies because none of this makes any real sense. Seriously. It, it, it's more likely that in the next decade or two um, that we're going to have to move off the planet. That's what they're trying to say. It's likely that in the next few decades, we're going to have to move off the planet. Let's say even if in the next 50 years. We're going to have to move off the planet? Or is it more likely that all of this is just a big scam? A scam for money and a scam to control the coming generations. I mean, let's face it, the upcoming generations have already been slightly brainwashed, especially if they attend public schools. I mean, they now believe that their parents are stupid and their school teachers are uh, so much smarter. <laughs> I mean, who in their right mind? would even consider that leaving the earth is a good idea. These so-called scientists have lost all their self-respect and dignity. They have no shame. They have no respect. Anyone who would dare to speak such craziness to our children in a school classroom should be tarred and feathered and left out for the rats to gnaw on, as far as I'm concerned. Most all governments now around the world have fallen in line and joined the famed climate summit. And they do this in order to show their submission to this new radical climate religion. That's what I call it. It's a religion. And what they use is the lie of 97% of the world's scientists agree that humans are the problem. And they agree the solution is to restrict the average person's movements, to restrict, restrict the use of gas, oil, and electric. But all the while, the rich and famous can go about their normal daily routines without any changes because they can buy carbon offset credits. Oh, my God. What a scam. And the funny thing is the average person hears about carbon offsets and then they say nothing. In other words, they take it, they accept it, and they fall in line. But I have this thing that I like to do. I always like to ask why. I love asking questions. 
I, I don't just accept anything. I question nearly everything. And so I want to question these so-called 97% of experts who supposedly agree. So in my research, I found that in 2013, President Obama sent out a tweet claiming 97% of climate experts believe global warming is a real man-made and dangerous problem. As it turns out, the survey he was referring to never asked that question. So he was basically making it up. Hey, he's a liar. But then again, we're the fools for taking, taking him at his word. Now, of all the papers and articles, uh, research that I've read, I find absolutely nothing that could substantiate the statement of Obama. I've seen this number, 97% of all scientists, I've seen this bantered about everywhere, but as to actual facts, they just don't exist. Most published scientific studies try and draw the conclusion that global warming is man-made, even with all those, I have not yet seen any scientific study of scientists that can give credence to that statement. Now, two recent surveys shed more light on what atmospheric scientists actually think. In 2012, the AMS, which is the American Meteorolo Meteorological Society, surveyed its 7,000 members. And they got back about 1,862 responses. And of those, 52% said they think, okay, they think that over the 20th century, global warming happened. Okay, so they think that over the 20th century, global warming happened. And they think that it's mostly man-made. The remaining 48% either think it happened, but natural causes explain at least half of it, or it didn't happen, or they have no clue. <laughs> Furthermore, 53% agree that there's conflict among the AMS members on that very question. So clearly, there's no sign of a 97% consensus anywhere. Not only do about half reject that conclusion, more than half acknowledge that their profession is split on the issue. In other words, there is no consensus. The Netherlands Environmental Agency recently published a survey of international climate experts. 6,500 questionnaires were sent out, and they got back about 1,800 responses. A similar sample and response rate to the AMS survey. In this case, the questions referred only to the pre-1950 period. I'm sorry, the post-1950 period. So 66% agreed that global warming has happened and humans are mostly responsible. Okay, since after 1950 until today, 66% agree that global warming has happened and that humans are mostly responsible. The rest either don't know or think human influence was not dominant. So again, 
We still don't have any 97% consensus. But the Dutch survey is even more interesting because of the questions that it raises, especially about the level of knowledge of the respondents, those that responded to the survey. Although all the people were described as climate experts, a large fraction only work in connected fields, such as policy analysts, health and engineering, and they may not follow the primary physical science literature. So these aren't scientists. These are people just working in the field. So 66% of people who kind of work in the field are all brainwashed anyhow, because that's where they work. That's where they get their money. So they got to believe that, you know, if you understand, uh, that's where they get paid. 46% of the Dutch survey respondents, okay, almost half, believe the warming trend has stayed the same or increased slightly. And only 25% agreed that it was global warming. So listen, what can we take away from all of this? First, lots of people are called climate experts. And these people contribute to the appearance of consensus. I mean, we have that girl, what's her name? Greta Stromberg or whatever. I don't know. Greta, where did she come from? What did this 14-year-old, 13, where did this girl come from? Her parents put her up to it. What do you think? Her parents are pretty wealthy. They have input. And uh, this little girl can talk well. And so they're using her as a front. <laughs> so these are climate experts without necessarily being knowledgeable about the core issues of climate. So it's basically a consensus among the misinformed, <laughs> which isn't worth much at all. Second, it, it's obvious that the 97% mantra, that mantra is untrue. See, the underlying issues are so complex that it's ludicrous to expect unanimity. The near 50-50 split among the AMS members on the role of greenhouse gases is a much more accurate picture of the situation in general. The phony claim of 97% consensus is merely political rhetoric. Some of the worst perpetrators of these climate lies, political propaganda, is now coming from the highest places like Barack Obama's website, BarackObama.com. It says 97% of climate scientists agree that climate change is real and man-made. <laughs> It says, listen, it goes on to say this, find the deniers near you and call them out today. <laughs> I'm calling you guys out today. How nice that they have this stuff. But what we really need to be calling out is the use of the false propaganda and demagoguery to derail this so-called debate. Listen, of all the complex scientific issues of our time, Climate change is a complex issue. The climate is changing. The thing is, it isn't due to humans. It isn't because I went out and ran my lawnmower for an extra hour last week. Natural forces behind all of these things are affecting our climate. And gradually, we're seeing some changes. Man likes to think of himself as being so able, so capable, so important. 
we're just a speck in all of history. And all of the geophysical forces happening around us are vital to understanding what's in play. Let's face it, there are complex gravitational interactions, including changes in the Earth's orbit, axial tilt, torque. All of these things are real. And these facts need to be included in the public debate. Because these gravitational shifts have been occurring over millennia and can and do influence climate patterns and ultimately lead to noticeable variations in seasons. Why haven't we heard about any of this before? Interestingly, research suggests an unrelated change in tilt can also further change the climate. It is a balance and counterbalance relationship. Changes in the Earth's path around the sun involves shifts in the orbit around the sun from a roughly circular journey to more of an elliptical one. See, when the Earth gradually adopts a more elliptical orbit, there are more pronounced temperatures. And these temperatures occur during the summer and the winter months. Over the past three decades, the majority of Category 3 or stronger storms to hit the U.S. have appeared during late August to early October. Earlier in the 20th century, storms usually occurred in June, July, and early August. So the changes in seasons can also affect other types of storms, including severe winter storms and tornadoes. Now, I'm old enough to recall this storm in 1993 on the heels of Hurricane Andrew the prior year. Maybe you're not. Climate extremes are evident and not just with hurricanes. The variations in the Earth's orbit are known as the Milankovitch cycles. Milankovitch cycles. And they're named after a Serbian geophysicist named Militun Milankovic. He hypothesized, okay, all about this phenomenon of the tilt and the axis and all of this in the early 1920s, over 100 years ago. And so we have today's scientists hoping that you're not smart enough to know the real reasons for climate change. See, oh, that guy was around 100 years ago. He didn't know anything. Yeah, right. This guy discovered that variations in the Earth's path around the sun, axial tilt and torque, could together affect our climate. Even a slight change or orientation in the you know, procession of the Earth rotating around can cause a wobble effect, shifting torque in different areas. Since, surprisingly, our planet is not a perfect sphere. So we have these leftists who have tried to use the frequency and intensity of storms in the hopes of controlling the climate change conversation and bring fear into the hearts of men. Although climate change is probably inevitable, we must stop taking the blame for something that we did not contribute to and something that we cannot change.
you and I can do nothing about most of what's happening to the climate. And most importantly, we need to start recognizing this for what it is. See, this is a big moneymaker for the politicians. And it's a way for our governments to gain more control over its people. And personally, I have a tendency to believe that it's going to be climate change that is going to be the issue that will bring about a eventually a one world government. I mean, they're already working on a currency and all that and crypto. Listen, I, I, that's listen, this is, that's that's a topic for another show. But but I can tell you this: I believe it's going to be climate change. Climate change is what they can use to bring fear into people's hearts in order to be able to bring about a one world solution to a problem of the end of the earth, which is right at hand. I don't believe a thing about what they're saying then, what they're saying now, or anything they may come up with tomorrow. So one of the reasons uh, I, I, I do this, one of the reasons I have a podcast is because I, like you, want to try to save America. And the only way we're going to save it is if people like you and I stand up for the truth and come against all this climate nonsense and all the other political nonsense and cultural nonsense that's happening in the world around us. It's time, look, if we have to make a few enemies among some of our neighbors and friends who really aren't our neighbors and friends, because if they believe some of this crazy nonsense, who wants to be friends with them? It's time we, you know, let's just split it down the middle. Let's just let people know where we stand and let's try to bring some people over to the side of sanity so that we can hopefully take back this great country. I hope you'll join me. I look forward to seeing you next time. Have a great day. Well, if you're hearing this message, you've listened to the entire or watched the entire episode. And for that, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, wherever you listened or watched. And do me a favor, please share this episode with others who may be interested in these same topics. And also feel free to let me know what topics you'd like to see covered in the future. You can get in touch with me in the comments or by you know social media networks. Thanks again for everything. See you next week.